Amen, amen, amen. Do I have some praises in the house tonight? Is there some people, some hungry people for the Lord tonight in this place? If you are hungry tonight, I want you to jump up on your feet and shout the hallelujah. For God is good and He is worthy to be praised. For there is no other. For Jesus is alive and He is well and He is for. He is not against you. He has called you by name for a time such as this. Amen, 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 Jesus. Father God, we just come tonight and we give this service to you. Holy Spirit, in this place, do what only you can do. For we know it's not by might nor by power, but by your Spirit, Father God. And we know, Holy Spirit, that you will move and you will touch and you will change lives tonight in this place. In the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we worship you tonight. For there is no other. For you are holy. And Lord, we just bless you. We bless your holy name. Korabayenda labashi hanayenda ramondo roboshi henda. We worship you, we worship you, we worship you. Let's just do a, a one minute of worship. Let's just speak in tongues or in your in your in your own language. Just just honor him. Korabayenda rabashi hanayenda. We worship you, we worship you, we worship you, Father. For there is none like you. We just lift up your holy name. Korabondo roboshi henda rabondo roboshi hanayenda yanda rabashi. We worship you, we worship you, we worship you. For you are good and you are worthy to be praised. You are good and you are worthy to be praised. There's some of you standing here tonight. You love God with a passion. But there's areas in your life that you are struggling with. And God says tonight He wants to touch those areas. Yes, maybe you have money in the bank, but something at home is not right. And yes, maybe you raise your hands and you worship Him, but your heart is maybe hurting. And God says tonight is the night, is the night, is the night of a great exchange. Because He is going to come through, He's going to break through, and you you father for we exalt you we exalt you Jesus for those that can sit you can sit I want to get to the word because I'm excited I'm a word person I, I love the move of the spirit but I know that God wants to do something through his word and then obviously he's going to do something in our lives and I pray tonight that the word will not return to him void but he will do exactly that what he said he will do I pray tonight that his word will cut into your heart in your soul and in your mind and that you will know that you are nothing without the word of Jesus I was praying and I sent my dad this yesterday and I said, Dad, God told me that the barrenness of the church of Christ is over. You didn't hear me, church. God told me that the barrenness of the church of God is over. You need to understand every 2,000 years a Messiah is born to save a nation to save a people first it was Moses secondly Jesus Christ came and he died for us and he did a complete work on the cross and we are already two more than 2,000 years later and the next one he raised up 
to save, to be the Savior is the church. It's the church. And if you are part of the church, give God the praise. Amen. Because Isaiah 50, 54, let me just see. Yeah, 54 verses 1 says, Sing, O barren one. You who did not bear, break forth into singing and cry aloud. You who did not travail with child. For the spiritual children of the desolated one will be more than the children of the married wife, says the Lord. The spiritual children, come on, sing, O barren one, sing. Break forth in song. You need to understand, we are from the tribe of Judah. We carry the Messiah on the inside of us. The Holy Spirit. Come on. And He's on the inside of us. And that means church. That means people. That there is a breakout. A breakthrough. And a breakthrough on the inside of you. <clears throat> because you've been barren long enough. You've been there long enough. You've maybe been in the place where you struggle to get over someone or you might be in the place where you struggle come on just to make it today just to get up in the morning you might be being in a place where you say lord i cannot anymore i had enough of life i had enough of the people but God is saying, you've been there long enough. It's time to arise and shine for your light has come. And the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. Come on, you've been there. I hear a sound of heaven and it's a sound of war. It's the angels is getting ready on your behalf to fight your battle for you. For long enough you have fought it alone. But God says, no more, no more, no more, no more. You are not alone. <clears throat> the breaker is going to go before you. And it's going to make your way straight. Micah 2 verses 13 says, The one who breaks open will come up before them. They will, and they will break out. The one, listen, the one who breaks open will come up before them. The one who breaks open will come up before them. There was a time, if you read um, 2 Samuel 5, where David was at war with the Philistine. He was anointed as king and the Philistine, Philistine heard that and they were making war against David and David seeked the face of God. He said, Lord, shall we go into war or not? And God says, yes, you shall go. And David asked, but Lord, will we win this battle? And God says, I will give the battle into your hands. But I want to read this scripture quickly. Let me just see where I'm at. And he said, verses 20, The Lord has broken through my enemies before me like a breakthrough of water. Therefore, he called the name of the place Baal per Perasima. That's what you're going to get out of me for that word. <laughs> you know, <laughs> But he called the place the God of the breakthrough. The God that breakthrough like water for me. Can I get four men quickly on the stage that I can explain to you what was going on quickly for me? For me. Four men, four men, four men. Thank you, the shortcut. Come past the dear vault. Give them a God. I need another two. I need you to make a line here for me, please. N another one, just another one. Come on. My stand first, please. In a line like that. Hug for my end. We don't we don't have COVID for those that is scared. Okay? We have the blood of Jesus. But it's it's been like this. You, I think you with not understand. It's just some elephant in stature. It's been like this. You've been praying. You've been asking, and it bounces back. You've been praying, and you've been asking, and it bounces back because you are trying to do it in your own strength and in your own power. But heaven is waiting. There's a roar coming. There's a roar. Let me read this for you. Just stand right there. Let me read this for you. I'm so excited. And it came where they came up again. Verse 25, I think. Let me find it. 
Ik kan het lekker zien niet voor. En David asked, Lord, because David knew the difference between a war and a battle. And many of us, we, we are winning battles, but we're not winning wars. And it's time for us to win the war for our family, to win the war for our children, to win the war for our community. Come on, because the battle is won and it's finished. But we need to step into that breaker. And he said, 24, Let me go to 23. Therefore, David, you just stand here. Therefore, David inquired of the Lord and he said, You shall not go up. Circle around and behind them and come upon them in front of the mulberry tree. And it shall be when you hear the sound of marching on the top of the mulberry tree. Where? on the top of the mulberry tree then you shall advance quickly for then the lord will go out before you to strike the camp of the philistine now my knowledge says that nobody goes on the top of the uh, uh, mulberry tree because when it's on the top it means there is another army coming it means it's not the natural army but it's a spiritual army that is ready to fight on our behalf It's not just somebody. It's, it's when you pray, you are doing it in your own power. Praying, oh Lord, just bless me. Lord, I want a new car. Lord, it is birthday today. And nothing comes. But when you start praying and start seeking God, God says, wait until you hear the sound of the chariot, until you hear the sound of the horses, until you hear the sound of the foot soldiers. That is when heaven comes in alignment and you come in alignment with heaven and suddenly you pray and there is a breaker anointing because it's not you anymore. It is God. Doing it for you. Woo. My workout for the week. Because there is a breaker. Because I hear the sound of an army. I hear the sound of heaven calling. Joel 3 verses 9 and 10 says, Proclaim among the nations. Prepare for war. Raise the warriors. Let all that fight, let all the fighting men draw near and attack. You say, but we should wait on God. You've been waiting too long. Be still and know. You've been still too long. It's time for this voice to be heard in the heavenlies. Because there is a sound of war. Not against one another. But no longer will will our children commit suicide in this nation. No longer will our children be addicted to drugs in this nation. No longer will our daddies run away. No longer will our mommies give the responsibility to somebody else. Because we are taking back our nation through prayer and through war in the name of Jesus. Long enough. Have we been passive? Long enough have we been silent? Long enough have we accepted COVID to steal our family? Long enough, but there is a war. There is a war cry from heaven that say, Church, arise! Church, arise! Jesus. 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 Proverbs 28 says, The righteous are bold as a lion. The righteous. Is, do I have some righteous people in this place? Come on. They are bold as a lion. And they are mighty in battle. I've been facing some stuff in my life. And 
I usually, I don't mind talking out of my life and you know, I'm a praiser and I've been preaching about praise. Every time my mouth goes open, I preach about it. And sometimes there was battles. I'm like, Lord, I need stronger people than me because I feel weak right now. Lord, it feels like I cannot do it. I don't know, I don't know how to handle this situation. I don't know how to go forth. Help me. And you know what? I always, I always come back to this. There's a Judah on the inside of you. And Judah means praise. Judah means praise. And the offspring of Judah is Perez, Hezron, Kami, Her, and Shabu. And your Perez is your, it's your breakthrough, your breakthrough. When you praise the Lord, you will have a breakthrough and a breakthrough and a breakout in the name of Jesus. But as long as your mouth is shut and you are silent, you're going to fall into a depression that you cannot come out of. And only praise will get you out of it. Only praise will get you out of it. Because when you lift up your voice, barren one, fruit needs to manifest. And not only does Perez manifest, but your Hezron, your weapon of your warfare manifests. Come on. And then your karmi. Karmi is your anointing. Everybody wants anointing, but nobody wants to praise. Nobody wants to seek his face long enough so that the anointing can start flowing, not only in you, but over you. And after you have your breakout, your breakthrough, your weapon of warfare and your anointing, the anointing oil, the anointing of God, it's same anointing that the one that raised Jesus from the, cro- from the grave, that same anointing. And then you've got your her, your protection, your protection, your protection. And after that, when you praise, there is an overflow. There's a shabul that needs to take place in your life. Maybe you say, Lord, I've been praying for financial breakthrough. Now, if people tell me this, first of all, I ask, are you a tither? Are you a giver? And then are you a praiser? Because I've seen through COVID, two years, my husband haven't worked. But I've seen how a praise can produce an overflow in a time where there is no income. I've seen how a praise can produce produce a her a protection in a time when everybody had COVID come on I've seen how how your calming your anointing can increase when you spend time with the most I got in a time when people were hopeless and I've seen people break out break through and break forth in this time like they've never had before Come on, Baron One, it's time to sing. Because your Perez is waiting to manifest. Your Hezron is waiting to manifest. Your Kami is waiting to manifest. And your Her is waiting to manifest for you. Just to say, Lord, I trust you. I trust you. I know sometimes I'm weak, Father, but I trust you. I know sometimes, Father, it's difficult, but I trust you. I don't understand certain things, Lord. I don't understand why people died. I don't understand why I lost my job. I don't understand why that one left my life. I don't understand, but Lord, I trust you because you are the breaker that's going before me. People run away from the battle. It's easy to quit. It's easy to just leave your stuff. It's very easy. But let me tell you something. There's a breakthrough that will come after the battle. Don't curse your crisis. Somebody asked me the other day. They said, Tasha, why did this happen to my brother? Why didn't it happen to me? 
And I said, your brother were ready, you weren't. Because God wants to do something for you, something through you. And He wants you to excel in everything you do. He wants you to take that mess and He wants you to turn it into a message. He wants you to take your story and tell it to people. You know these people, they brag about their story, then I know, okay, you're not delivered yet. There was a lady, she came one day, I heard, and she was talking to Brenda, and she was just telling all her drug stories, and I, and I listened, and, I, and afterwards I said, she's not delivered, she's not, she's not giving a testimony, she's bragging. She's bragging. And there's a difference. Because your testimony will draw people to Christ. Your testimony will do. Because people will look at you and they will say, if God can do it for you, He can do it for me. Come on. One Samuel 13. I want to take you through this journey. And I'm not going to read all of it. I'm going to read certain, but I'm going to tell you the stories. David came to Ziglag and the Amalekites attacked Ziglag. And they attacked the south. And when David came, they were burning down the south and they were burning down Ziglag. And they took all David's, um, all the men's wives and children and they took the livestock and they even took David's two wives. And the men were very, 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 very upset about it in such a way that they were weeping before God. And the people, verse 4 says, David and the people who were with him lifted up their voices and they wept until they had no more power to weep. Have you ever cried so much that you feel I don't have any energy left to do anything else? If you haven't cried that much yet, it means you haven't been through life yet. Come on. And they cried because they were in, they were in distress and they were upset. Verse 6. David was greatly distressed. For the people spoke of stoning him. The very people that was for him, traveling with him, fighting wars. You need to understand the story of David. I love David. I think if I lived in the Bible time, I would have been one of his wives. <laughs> Not a concubine, a wife. I would have ruled the castle and we would have had fun. Okay. But I love David and I love Peter as well. So I would have skipped a few, a few hundred years and then I would just like Peter. I think my husband has both, Peter and David on the inside. He can make music and he knows how to be firm. Amen. But the people, they spoke of stoning him because the souls of all the people were grieved. Every man for his son and his daughters. Do you realize nobody cried for their wives? <laughs> but David he wept in verse 4 and in verse 6 they want to kill him they want to stone him but David strengthened himself in the Lord not in his circumstances not in the situation not what he was facing right there right now but he strengthened himself in the Lord and then David again he asked God Lord should I go after them and the Lord says yes Lord will you give them into my hands and the Lord says yes if you go read through it because I'm skipping let me read, read verse 8. So David inquired of the Lord, saying, Shall I pursue these troops? Shall I overtake them? And he answered him, Pursue, for you shall surely overtake them, and without fail 
recover all. Now you need to know David was a man of war. He was a man of skill. But he realized just because he has skill doesn't mean he has a go ahead to do what he needs to do. He had to require of the Lord because he knew if he's going to go fight, we saw the wall and he's going to do it in his own strength. He was just going to walk through the wall. He's not going to have a breakthrough, a breakout and a break forth. He was just going to have a prayer that God can't answer because God went in it. And then David took 600 men and at the brook, 200 became weary and tired. And they said, listen, David, we're not going with you. And it took only 400 men. Are you part of the 200 or are you part of the 400? Verse 17. Then David attacked them from twilight until the evening of the next day. Not a man of them escaped except 400 young men who rode on camels and fled. Have you ever realized that in any story, if you watch it, there must always be one survivor to tell the story. 400 men came with David and 400 fled away from them to go tell this story. Hello, we took all what David had. We took the wives, at least they didn't kill them, and the children, and the livestock. But hey, David came back, and he took what the enemy has stolen from them and more. Long enough, church, have we sat back and see, oh, the devil took this, and oh, this one took that. It's time to rise up and take back what the enemy has stolen from you, even if it's just in the spirit. And verse 18 says, So David recovered all that the Amalekites had carried away, and David rescued his two wives. The others, I don't know what they rescued, but David rescued his two wives. They must have been something. <laughs> Can I ask a question? But I maybe will ask at the women's conference. Will your husband rescue you? <laughs> Oops, she didn't. Verse 19. And nothing of theirs were lacking, either small or great sons or daughters spoils or anything which they had taken from them them and David recovered all it's time that you lay, lean on God to recover all come on it's an all time David knew the battle between the war he knew the battle between the war. You need to understand David was a man of war. When he went into a place, there was no survivors, no surrender, no nothing. He was so good in what he did. God said, David, you are too bloody for me. You cannot build me the temple because there's too much blood on your hands. But here comes a man of the God's own heart. And he seeks. God. He knew God. He was talking to God, having fellowship with God. And he knew exactly the time of God. Because he knew if he did anything out of God's will and out of the way, he will not prosper in that what he does. And maybe church, we should ask ourselves, why does certain things not prosper? Because maybe you didn't require of the Lord. Maybe, just maybe. But I'm here to tell you tonight that God has a plan and a purpose for your life. Maybe somebody disqualified you or they told you you're not good enough or somebody said you will not make it or amount up to anything. But I'm here to say that heaven knows your name and God is shining His face upon you. He is looking over you. He has called you for a time such as this. For a time such as this. But because we've been so much, or we went through so much disappointment in life, 
We hear the story of David. We hear many stories in the book. The book I love so much, the Bible. We hear so many stories. But we are so tired just to get up. We are so tired sometimes just to say, Lord, I remember when my brother passed away. There was times I couldn't get out of the bed. And the only thing that kept me was the name of Jesus. I will walk in the mall and suddenly that thing wants to come over me and I want to get all sad and everything and all I can say is Jesus. Because at that moment I knew when I am weak, my God is strong. And I'm not what I'm going through. I am who God says I am. Come on. You are, you are who God says you are. You Maybe you think that God doesn't want to do it for you. But I'm here to tell you tonight. If you say yes Lord. Because there's too many people. You have, you have been in bondage for so long. Bondage even that you ensnared yourself. With your own words. You know you are what you say you are. Where you are today is exactly what you said about yourself yesterday. Many is barren in the spirit because their words is ensnaring them. And they are trying and the more they are trying, the more their words are holding them back. But tonight is the night of great deliverance where we cancel every negative word spoken over our lives. Where we come and we speak life. You are the head and not the tail. You will make it. Come on, you're going up and not down. Forward and not backwards. You are the apple of God's eye. God said it. That settles it. You are a champion like Dr. Gustav will say. You can be like David and just see things happen around you. And you can say like David, Lord, what do you want me to do? Am I just going to let darkness take over or am I going to stand up and fight? Because Lord, I know I cannot do it without you. Lord, I know. What's your daughter's name? Nikita, I want you to stand right now. Nikita, I come in the name. I want you to lift up your hands. I break every negative word spoken over your life. You are not what they say you are. For God says, I need to tell you, you are chosen for a time such as this. We come against the spirit of death right now in the name of Jesus. For God says, daughter, daughter, I hear daughter, daughter, daughter. Three times I hear it. That God says, tonight is your night of breakthrough. You have thought too little of yourself, says the Lord. For God says, He's calling you forth. He's calling you forth for greatness. Because your heart has been broken so many times. But tonight God says, He wants you to trust Him. He wants you to trust Him. And you need to know that you will see great and mighty things. Pastor Lanzel, can I ask you? Great and mighty things. It's going to happen for you. You are not, I hear you are not what they say and said about you. That you are not what your teachers spoke over your life. You're not what your family spoke over your life. For there is a greatness in you. A greatness in you. I was ministering here and suddenly God said I must just pray over her. And just break that thing that wants to come kill, steal and destroy over her life. In the name of Jesus. And God says to answer your prayers like you've never seen before. There was a shift in, in, in Johannesburg, but I see there's a shift coming. There's, I, I'm not saying shift from place, but shift in the atmosphere. For God is positioning you. You're going to see how God is going to take you from where you're at and He's going to place you in the right position because you were supposed to get that position, says the Lord. But Satan tried to hinder that what God is going to do. But God says, no more, son. No more. You're going to see, you're going to see the greater being just happening and released over your lives. Thank you, Father God. Thank you, Father God.
I just have to be obedient. If God tells me to do something, I do it. I cannot see everybody. But right now, I can feel it right here that you have. I don't know, God used me now these days to pray for people with headaches. But I can feel you have a headache. Not because I was screaming, you just have a headache. <laughs> Come on, I've got a good sound man at the back. He's not only a good kisser, but he's a good sound man. Come on. Give, just give my husband a God bless you. He makes me sound right. Amen. But if it's, if it's you right now that just have a headache, I see it's sitting right here. And then there's one that's right here. It's not, it's not a, a, a one like that. But this is what God is showing me right now. I want you to stand. I can't see. But don't be shy. I want you to stand. In the name of Jesus, just lift up your hand. Lift up your hand. And just pray for her. Pray for her. Sadie, just go pray over her. Let God touch her. In the name of Jesus, over there, there's another one. Come, Asher, I told you uh, Monday night we're going to pray for the sick and we're going to do all kinds. Father God, right now, in the name of Jesus, we speak healing over these headaches. In the name of Jesus, Lord, pain is not from you, Father. We know pain is not from you. That's why we speak life and life in abundance in the mighty name of Jesus. Since, since a, a few months ago, there's really in this house, there's a prophetic anointing because of the sick man of the house. God is using him in healing and prophetic words and great deliverance. So when you come in, somebody said, but isn't it embarrassed to be delivered? No, 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 no. It's not. Even if you manifest, it's not an embarrassment. It's a breakthrough, a break forth and a breakout. And where as soon as you let go, God can do what he needs to do through you. Come on. Thank you, Jesus. Because the Lord says the church will no longer be barren. No longer there will be a fruit. A fruit. A fruit. There's people here, and I know a lot of preachers always say it, but I really feel it in my spirit. That you cannot sleep at night. You are struggling to sleep because you are under severe stress. I want you to stand right. It's dark. Nobody can see you except maybe me. I, but it's dark so you can stand up. If it's you that cannot sleep because you're under severe stress right now. In the name of Jesus I see. I'm ushers, pastors, just I'm earnest. You guys just see. Get somebody. Pray over them. Call Rabash, Pastor Yaku, Pastor Sean. You guys, Rabash. Stretch your hands out. Come on, church. Let's pray. Because God wants to do something. We, Lord, there is sleep for the righteous. You give us peace. You give us sleep, Father. In the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, I pray right now, whatever is hindering their sleep, whatever is causing the stress, Lord, that they will know that you are the answer, Father God. That you, who the sun sets free, is free indeed, Father. And that's why I pray right now, Father, that you will touch them, Lord. That you will touch them, Father. Give them a peaceful sleep, not only tonight, but the rest of their lives, Father. Because your words is cast your burdens unto Jesus, and he will care of you and father god and we are casting our burdens right now unto you in the mighty name of jesus we thank you, we thank you, we thank you, Jesus. Lord, thank you for doing a great and mighty thing in this place tonight, Lord. Thank you for touching your people, Father. Thank you for touching your people. 
there is some of you that really wants to be used by God. And, and I know we pray for this a lot as well. But Satan stole your confidence. And tonight I want to pray for people that really say, Lord, I want to be used. But my confidence, Father, I need confidence. I need boldness like a lion. I want you to stand in this place. I see those people standing. This is nothing to be embarrassed about. Life comes and steal confidence. Come on. Situations come and it steal confidence. Gossip come and steal confidence. God wants to restore. Lord, I pray right now. Pastors, just find somebody. I should find somebody. Pray over them right now in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Pastor Devil. Get your hands on somebody. Pastor Lani, come pray for people. Rabba shihen Thank you, Father God. Thank you, Father God. You might say, Pastor Tash, we what's going on there? Well, we're praying. We are activating because it's not about a man. It's about a, the body of Christ working. There's somebody here. Pastor Sadie, pray for Alan here in front, please. Savannah, lay your hands on Melody right there, Father. Billy, come help pray. Find somebody pray, brother. Pastor Bert, to get somebody and pray. Lord, we pray. No longer will our confidence be stolen in the name of Jesus. No longer will your people suffer from shame and, and, and condemnation that they place on themselves, Father God. For we know, Father, there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. We know that he who started a good work in me will complete it in the name of Jesus. Can I get the band here please? The band. Gwen, I want you guys to sing Break Every Chain. Because something is broken in this place. Come on. Something is broken. If you have something in your life that you say, I need to break through, break out, break forth. I want you to come to the front. We're going to move the chairs back and we're going to pray. If you are here tonight and you say, no more. I want a breakthrough. I want a breakout. I want a break forth. Run to the front in the name of Jesus. Break every chain, break every chain. The girls, the guys, everybody just sing softly. Pastors come, let's pray. Lift up your hands, lift up your hands, lift up your hands, lift up your hands. Break through, break forth, break out in the name of Jesus. Come, Pastor Stewart, or read you guys, help. Do you everybody help pray? In the name of Jesus. Time to break through. Time to break forth. Time to break out, says the Lord. I pray for boldness like a lion. No more delays. No more delays. No more. To break Break everything. Break everything. Thank you, Lord, that you will break through, break forth, break out. Thank you that you touch her, Father. Thank you, Father God, that you, Lord, are in control of her life. Break every chain, break every chain. Break every chain, break every chain, break every 
If you are here tonight and you don't know Lord Jesus as your Lord and Savior, I want you also to come to the front. We're going to pray for you because tonight is the night. If you don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, we want to pray with you. Ask your neighbor, do you know Lord? Your, uh, do you know Jesus as your Lord and Savior? I cannot let this go because most important, the greatest miracle of all. If there's still people that need prayer, you can come. But the greatest miracle of all is that one soul that gets saved. I'm not asking, do you have a religion? I'm not asking. I'm asking, do you really know him tonight? My question is, do you really, really know him? I want you to come if you don't. If you are sick in your body, there's any place that is sick that you need a touch from God, I want you to come. And we're going to sing. Amen. Break every chain.
We're going to end this service, but if you still need prayer, you can, we can, you can come. We're going to pray for you. Don't miss tomorrow morning, 8 o'clock, for the Afrikaans service. Pastor Lanzala is going to bring an awesome word, life-changing word. Don't miss tomorrow night, um, 6 o'clock here. Uh, Pastor Lanzala is going to minister tomorrow night. Pastor Yaku at the 10 o'clock service. Come and let's be part of something greater. Amen. Pastor Siva come and um, end the service. And if you need prayer, we are here. We're going to pray for you. Amen. Father, in the name of Jesus. We thank you tonight, Lord, for your presence. We thank you, Lord Jesus, that even as we go home tonight, Lord, we thank you that we go with the fire of God tonight, that the fire of God will never go out in the name of Jesus, Father. Father, we pray the blessing of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit upon our people even as they go. Go with the blessings of God in Jesus' name. Amen.